The Army Air Corps operates from bases in the UK and deployments overseas. There are a large team of people that support the helicopter operations with both military and civilian personnel. And we'll be meeting up with one of the vital teams in this show. We are meeting the Fire Brigade in this month's edition of Young Eagles. In this month's show, Emily will be finding out about the fire and rescue team here at Middle Wallop and joining them in action. And Eugene will be helping to explain the science of fire. But first, let's meet our host here at the fire station. My name's John Winterton. I'm the watch manager of Red Watch here at Middle Wallop. I work for the Defence Fire Risk Management Organisation and we serve the military wherever they deploy. I personally have been to Bosnia, Kosovo in Iraq and we have got people at the moment out in Afghanistan. So we're at the fire station at Middle Wallop and John has offered to show Emily around one of the fire engines. This is our fire engine. First thing you notice about our fire engine is we've got an angle at the front and an angle at the back. That's not like the normal fire engine you see. Although they're designed for use on the airfield, most air crashes occur off the airfield and the angle means that the first thing to hit any bank or anything will be the wheels, which means that we can go off-road and therefore we can get to all the incidents that happen. This is our hose reel. You'll see one of these on every fire engine in the country. It means we can produce water or foam straight away because it's of the way it is connected to the fire engine. As we come round to the back of our fire engine, we've got ladders. Now, although we work on the airfield and we're working with helicopters, we're also responsible for the camp and all the associated quarters. So we need ladders just in case we need to perform a rescue from one of the houses. Has this fire engine always been around this area? This fire engine was actually in Iraq in 2004 uh, because the army don't have a fire service made up of service personnel, they rely on the Defence Fire and Rescue Service to come along and support the army wherever the army happened to be. So this one's been into Iraq. But we have had fire engines into Bosnia and Kosovo. Okay, our next cupboard, we've got some rescue cords. We've got some more hose at the top. We've also got some of our bigger rescue tools. This one will actually cut into the airframe of an aircraft. So if we need to rescue somebody, we can cut in. And if you look on the big aircraft, there's actually dotted lines around some of the windows. And that tells me where I can cut into the aircraft safely. Now, as we come round to the front of our fire engine, you'll see two things that you won't see on any other fire engine other than airfield fire engines. We've got the monitor on the bottom, the little black one, and on the top, we've got the roof monitor. Now they can allow us to squirt foam onto an aircraft from some distance. Would you like to come and have a go with our foam? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Mm. We might come up and stand on the step. 
Now this one is our big monitor. This allows us to put foam onto an aircraft from some distance away. You can unlock it and we always lock it when it's driving and it can come all the way around. It can go quite high or it can go quite low. We've got, by moving this lever, we can make a jet which goes a long way or by closing it up, it actually makes a fan spray which covers a large area but not so far away. Wanna have a go? Fire and rescue team are on constant standby because you never know when their services might be needed. There's a Lynx helicopter coming into the airfield and it has a problem. And the Lynx has a special passenger. It's Callum! Now this is just a training exercise. But don't worry Callum, Emily will soon be there to save you. Okay, the fire's out. It's time to check on the pilot. The fire crew make sure that the helicopter is safe and they assess the casualty. And call the medics in. Casualty is safely removed from the helicopter on a special stretcher. It's called a longboard. And then it's off to the waiting ambulance. finishes another successful exercise for the Fire and Rescue Service and our volunteer casualty. And now it's time to catch up with Eugene in Eugene Explains, the Fire Triangle. This is the Fire Triangle. For a fire to burn it needs three things. Fuel, oxygen and heat. If we can remove any of these three things, the fire will go out. 
Let me demonstrate using these three candles. By blowing on my hand, it's cold. When I blow on a flame, it's not actually blowing the flame out, it's cooling the flame down, like so. So by removing the heat from the flame, we successfully put the fire out. So what happens if we remove the fuel? By cutting the top of this wick, I'm removing the flame from the fuel, like so. In this candle, the wax is the fuel. So once we separate the flame from the wax, the fire goes out. Now let's remove the oxygen. By placing the jam jar over the candle, I'm removing the oxygen from the candle, which means it will go out. The flame will burn up all the oxygen in the jar, and when the oxygen has gone, the flame goes out. Like so. As you can see, removing one side of the triangle, the fire will go out, like so. But do remember, the fire and rescue service advice for dealing with a fire at home is Get out, stay out, and call 999. That's all for this show, folks. But come and join us again on July the 1st for another Young Eagles adventure. <laughs>